Welcome to the Sleep Life Podcast. For our bonus episodes, we collaborated with the author Claire Storrow to create some truly snoozeworthy bedtime stories for grown-ups. Each of our sleep stories has been specifically designed to help you drift off to sleep. We'd love for you to listen to all our episodes, but to get the most out of this sleep story, you'll want to check your device settings so you're not woken up from your well-earned rest. If you're on an iPhone, head to your settings, click on the podcast tab and then turn off continuous playback. Now sit back, relax. This story is read by Raj Gattak. Nourishing the Soul by Claire Storrow After a long day at work, there is nothing more that I like than to find solace in a warm kitchen and refuge in a quiet night. The minute I walk through the door, the first thing I reach for is my radio. It's a friendly sound, which hums contentedly in the background, and then I set to cooking myself something nourishing, something soulful. My apron hangs on the back of the door, and, as I reach for it, it's as though it's been enchanted and is joining me in a dance filled with excitement to be led to the floor. If I haven't been dreaming all day of cooking up a particular feast, I'll rummage through some ingredients to get inspired and come up with a treat. Something about the chopping and slicing soothes me so, sending me into a reverie, a state of flow. Half moons of red onion adorn my chopping board, while small cubes of carrot and celery are ready to cook into a sofrito. In summer, I slice peppery red radishes. I sprinkle them with sea salt and slather them in butter. Their creamy whiteness cools my tongue, and I crunch on them while shelling peas, preparing lettuce and asparagus cutting up florets of broccoli, crisp cucumber sticks, and coins of courgette. Laid out on my counter, they create a palette of verdant green, a resplendent display that reminds me of forests and fields, while the air is ripe with the scent of tomato vines. In autumn, I pick over pumpkins and squashes with beautiful smooth skin in russet, umber and ochre. Rich colours that burn bright as the days become shorter. Winter brings turnips and parsnips, swedes and celeriac. Large root vegetables that need topping and tailing, carving and cutting to make into the most hearty soups and stews. Spring is all about fresh flavours, of buttery carrots and the season's Jersey potatoes. I pick them straight from the ground, gifts rich with the earth's rhythms, and relish the smell of damp soil from which sprouts new beginnings. I like to travel through my dishes. The scents and the flavors transport me to foreign lands, From the Mediterranean to the Malabar coast, 
or from Sichuan to the Lebanon. Whatever the dish, with every mouthful, I imagine myself on faraway shores, whether or not I've been there before. Chicken or fish should be soused in zesty fresh citrus. A generous sprinkling of lush green herbs and juicy sharp capers. Lamb or pork deserves pungent spices that speak of souks and far-off places. Sometimes I make an Argentine chimichurri. It's filled with garlic and red chilies, oregano and bay, and it's perfect to garnish lovingly cooked medium-rare steak. Tagines and risottos, casseroles or curries, they all have a story behind them. They all have a journey. The smell in my kitchen fills me with delight. Whether I'm cooking a three-course meal or just a quick bite, there's always a fug of deliciousness that hangs in the air, and my mouth waters in anticipation of home-cooked fare. There's nothing quite like the scent at weekends in the morning when I cook long, lazy brunches with fluffy, golden-yolked eggs, which I serve up with creamy avocado on sourdough bread. Pancakes piled high with maple syrup and crispy bacon, blueberries and raspberries bursting with flavour. But one thing I always do before I go to bed is make my grandmother's spiced chocolate milk, richly aromatic and with a texture like silk. First, I add two teaspoons of cacao to some water and make a thick paste. Then, in a pan, I'll heat up some coconut milk, liberally laced with a scroll of cinnamon, a pinch of turmeric, and just a shake of black pepper to taste. The magic ingredient is one or two cardamom pods, which I've gently crushed to release their perfumed scent. I add this with a large dollop of honey and watch as the melange of flavors melds and blends. When heated through, I pour over the cacao and stir to turn the milk a chocolatey brown. As I bring the cup up to my face and inhale the fragrant steam, I taste the ambrosial nectar and feel my face beam. This is pure nostalgia in a cup. A much adored recipe passed down with love.